Hello, everybody. It's Pleasance from the Lola community, and I am back with some podcast episodes, at least for a little while. Um, I'm going to give you a quick update, and then I'll start uh, recording and uploading and downloading um, all the videos and the audio so that we can connect during this time. So, it is the middle of COVID season, and we are in a shelter-in-place, quarantine, stay-at-home period. For the past three weeks, I've really been attuning to my uh, students from American University, my family, our five animals, my husband, and also my foot because I fell and hurt myself a week ago and over a week ago now, and it's healing very well. And I'm feeling great, um, which I'm really grateful for the healing process. Um, and having all this time to slow down and be present with the healing has been really powerful. Um, I went into this period asking and wanting for it to be retreat-like in terms of my own practice and commitment to practice. Um, and there was a lot of different things that I put in place in order to do that, right? So I went off social media, um, made sure that I was surrounded by some really beautiful spiritual memoirs that I wanted to read, um, establishing cozy places for meditation that, you know, just freshening them up. Um, and, and really cleaning out and attuning our home to a more peaceful environment. Um, I will say that the beginning of this was a lot of, a lot of email inundation, a lot of new scheduling for the kids' schools and online, um, and a tremendous amount of information that first week. I found myself constantly moving. So out you know, if the emotions would get really um, built up, I would just put my sneakers on and go for a walk, go for a run, go for a walk, go for a run. And it was wonderful, really helped me get through that time. Um, at the same time, it was not necessarily a peaceful, quiet time, a retreat-like time that I was um, really encouraging my soul to surrender to. So when I fell and hurt my foot, I thought, okay, here we go. I'm ready for this sacred sabbatical is what I called it last time when I broke my foot four years ago. And I want to be present with what this injury is really asking me to do or not do and how to kind of break the routine. So part of what a retreat or a sabbatical is, is not doing the same daily things that you always do, right? So that you can see yourself on the spectrum of change and evolution and transition. And last week, you know, I, I was in a boot and I was really in a lot of pain. I couldn't get up early and go do my morning rituals. Mel really had to take care of me in a lot of ways. And surrendering to that it was a whole new way of operating um, because I have this morning routine that I've had for so long. So it was really an opportunity to deepen practice and awareness and be with not getting up so early and having that time, being more with stillness. I did a lot of just resting in bed. Um, I watched some shows and just relaxed into my life. Um, 
and got back on social media this past week. And it's felt really awesome. I love taking social media breaks. Um, and then I love connecting with people on social media. So I'm not, um, someone who wants to be all in or all out. I just allow myself to fluctuate between the two based on that question of sort of what's coming in and what can I handle. Um, during this time, I was able to really clean out my inbox. So I don't feel like things are coming at me so much. I have a clear out period at the end of every day. Um, so I can really set, set myself up for what I want to be doing tomorrow since I do wear a lot of hats um, for our family um, and in my different roles um, in my commitment. So I think the thing is, is that um, the ways in which I am really approaching this as a time of deep practice is I'm involved in some pretty intense learning um, that's happening online and some mentorship and guidance um, from supports that are really, really expanding um, my own presence and really encouraging me, but also supporting me when it feels hard or messy, or I'm confused about an emotional state or something that's coming up or something I should be doing forward. So the reason I say that is I don't ever want to appear as if, you know, I have it all together. I have all the answers. I do have an extremely curious mind and a lot of personal responsibility. So when someone else gets upset about something um, that I may have said or done, I do try to reflect on what is, how did I contribute to that? Where is the blind spot? Where is, how did I hurt somebody? Um, and what, what, how did I contribute to that? Right. Taking responsibility for my own communication and engagement in my relationship. So that's been a really big part of this learning. The other part of that is I really, and I know lots of you guys feel this way too, I'm sitting with this sadness and grief of the privilege. Like this is not actually that hard and it hurts me. I get a stomachache even saying that because there's so much privilege in that statement, right? Like the fact that we have food, that I have all these books I'm looking at and I can't wait to read all of them again. And I have a stack that I'm going to read and there's a little Buddha and a meditation and there's sunlight and candles and plants. Um, I've got space to record this for you. The kids are downstairs together doing some, doing some uh, work together. I've had breakfast. My belly is full. Um, all of these things feel like such a privilege right now. And so I think there's this daily fluctuation that I'm experiencing between this is, you know, um, there's a, obviously a worldwide pandemic. There's a lot of illness, a lot of disease, a lot of death, a lot of financial suffering, fear, anxiety. And I just personally am not experiencing that. However, I'm extremely sensitive, caring, empathic, loving uh, human, and all, and and I'm we're all connected, right? So when others are suffering, I'm suffering too, um, because I can see how connected we are. So it is a um, 
privileged place to be having this conversation. And I fluctuate daily between really simple pleasures of sitting in the backyard, feeling the sun on my face, the dogs there, the kids are there. We feel safe. Um, we feel supported and knowing how much pain and suffering is in the world. So I just name it, right? This is, this is where we're at. What can I do today? So that sort of where can I be of service mentality has led to um, just some online discussions, uh, answering my texts of people who are reaching out, getting on the phone with people and having support conversations, um, spiritual guidance conversations, Ayurvedic consultations. I'm doing a lot of business consultations for people who have businesses, just letting my overflow of energy, clarity, strength, um, really reach out and help people who are in different places, not because I have something they don't, but I'm just right now in a spot where I have that to offer and not everybody does. And I, because I really believe in that cycle of giving and receiving when I have a hard time, then I do reach out. And I think that's where that energy is coming from. I'm not out there trying to help and please everyone and make everyone happy or change everyone's life. It's more, um, an energetic flow of give and take of, of really allowing myself to get help when I need it, especially if I have a broken foot and Mel has to bring me water and dinner and the kids have to do dishes and things like that, which they should do anyway. Um, but just this kind of flow of like, how much do I have today? And only giving from that place. So I've also noticed on some of these days when I've had a, a um, not so much brightness, not so much light. Um, I'm not reaching out to everybody, right? I'm going more inward and pausing. There's this phrase that keeps coming up for me, pause over push. So I'm pausing rather than pushing through and really asking myself, um, what do I need? How can I be of service? And sometimes that means taking a nap or laying down with my legs up the wall and just being quiet for a few breaths. So those are some of the ways that I'm working with this desire to serve and also the reality of helicopter, uh, being home, being quiet with the family, attending to a lot of different um, needs for a lot of different people. So that's kind of where we're at now. My intention, I have a few um, conversations that we're going to have that I'll release here. And I have a few creative conversations, um, creative, they're more, they're not really conversations, more creative episodes that I've been dreaming and crafting of doing for you. But I wanted to give you this check-in. Um, you know, the last time I decided to pause the podcast was, I just felt like the conversations, I, they had come to a close. I'd said everything I wanted to say and talk about everything I wanted to talk about from death to um, Ayurveda to planning, you know, there's so many different things. Um, and I'm really proud of the first few seasons of the podcast. I also really am desiring to create something that um, is a bit unique for your soul. So I wanted to do this check-in and then we'll have a few conversations, but also moving forward, have some podcast episodes that you can just turn to 
just listen to when you need some soul care, some love, um, almost like a little mini retreat uh, on the podcast. So that's my intention to create for you. Um, that feels really good over this time. I hope that it helps. I'm not interested in adding more noise to your life. Um, I'm not interested in adding one more thing for you to have to listen to or do, but really just an offering of um, connection and community during this time. Um, and the last thing I want to say is just, you know, this can for some of us be an invitation to evolution. So things are evolving daily, information, our relationships, our own cells, our own season. Um, and not just during this time of isolation, social distancing, COVID, but in all times, how do we see the challenges as evolution, as encouragement, as um, an encouragement to evolve forward, our identity, our relationships, where do we want to move towards? What do we need to let go of? And one of the reasons that I paused the podcast was because I felt my own evolution was happening and morphing. And in, in that process of doing it, I needed a break from this type of teaching in order to get quiet and listen and what I have heard is helping me um, make the plan forward. And it's not from the head, it's from the heart. And I think that the direction that we're moving in won't be surprising to any of you because the practice continues to evolve to a more uh, intuitive wisdom of yourself, self-healing, self-empowerment, self-embodiment, self-realization in order to shine your light forward, right? In order to heal your own ancestral trauma so that you don't carry it forward with your kids or your relationships. So there is a more spiritual direction that we are taking um, sort of every offering forward. Even right now we're doing a new earth for our um, book gathering and you'll see spiritual guidance on the website. Also, I want to be very clear that as an organization, the Lola community is completely committed to racial justice. And this is something that I did not say so clearly in the past. Um, while it has always been a thread of my own work and interest and learning and studying and activism, I was not always so vocal about it during the last chapter of my life. I was in, very, in the previous chapters. And there are some things that had to happen in order for me to heal from some of that trauma to bring forward this whole circle where racial justice and racial um, activism, anti-racist practices become a part of our spiritual work and our connection and our community. It is not separate than that. It's not separate from that.
And this, while it may not be attractive or interesting to some of you, um, I'm really going to invite you to join in on these conversations and invite you to um, work with your own level of privilege in whatever that looks like, able-bodied, um, whether it's your sexuality or your gender. I mean, there's so many different ways that we can look at this. And so moving forward, while there will be more spiritual practices and invitations, not so much mind and coaching is so much of the mind, but, um, you know, it's interesting now that I'm a certified Ayurvedic lifestyle coach or counselor, it's so much more heart and spirit and rhythm of season. I keep looking at the trees and the birds outside and just feeling alive and connected to them. Um, in the physical body is a different approach than the mental body of getting things right, knowing the way, um, praise and criticism and all these things that are very mental. So we're, it's not that they're, they're they are, um, part of daily life and we want to honor them as gifts and they have really helped us along the way. And there's also a point at which we can drop into our heart and to our, into our real, our own spirit source, Dharma, direction. And part of that awakening for this community and our community will be inviting more of these racial justice conversations, will be inviting more anti-racist practices, um, will be talking openly about blind spots and um, areas that are uh, problematic. Um, and so we are expanding in new ways and we're being called to expand in new ways. And my goodness, I am grateful for my mentors and teachers and guides and supports and this community, um, everybody who is gathering together, linking arms around the circle, um, mostly virtual and just sharing from their heart and their own authentic story and voice and experience. I mean, we are just witnessing that every day. So we have, while we have a lot of work to do to move forward, we are in it. It is messy. It, it has nuances and complexities and simplicities. And there's a lot of things we have to learn and educate ourselves and unlearn and awaken to, but what a powerful time to do that. What um, a magnetic time to be awake in this way, to be called to this work. If you are listening to this, you are on that transition team. You are called to do this work. You are awakening. You are the ones, right, that we've been waiting for, um, as that quote goes. And now is the time. There's, there, now is the time. And that's it. It's just, I feel really connected to you and our community. And um, I am just so grateful to be able to be in circle and to get to know all of you and to live my life side by side with you. So thank you so much. Uh, may you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. And may you live with ease.